3: Hi, John Schwab from Curtain Call, and welcome to episode 90 of the Curtain Call Theater Podcast, the podcast that brings you backstage as close as you possibly can be, often while the shows are happening, to meet the people that make that theater happen. You can find all our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other fine podcast streaming services. So just, you know, wherever you want to go to, go to there and fill your boots. And if you have a spare 30 seconds... I just please urge you to rate and review our podcast to help us be more discoverable to listeners who haven't heard about us yet. And now for this week's podcast. We, and when I say we, I mean Americans, uh, celebrated Independence Day last week. So I thought that during the hottest stretch of weather I can remember in my 25 years here in the UK, I thought that I would bring you some of my favorite chats over the last few years uh, of the coolest. Coolest, you see what I did there? Americans that have come over to play on the London stage, with each of the following three making their London theatrical debuts, and all of them known for their star turns on screen. Uh, Just something different. We've kind of reached back in the archives, and I think you've heard snippets of these before, but maybe not the whole chat, so hopefully you'll get something different. Now, um, John Goodman has spent his entire career on screen going huge on the television uh, in the sitcom Roseanne back in the 80s, and then appearing in pretty much, well, anything the Coen brothers filmed, including the iconic character Walter in The Big Lebowski. That's where uh, I kind of fondly remember him. Now, uh, we caught up with him when he was on stage in American Buffalo at the Wyndham's Theater here in London in uh, Evo Van Hove's dazzling production, where he starred alongside Damian Lewis and Tom Sturridge. Now, we we chatted about his learning mammoth. Uh, which is not easy. I've done it before. And the difference between New York and London audiences, amongst other things. Have a listen. Uh, very basic questions. Um, well, I'm a very basic <laughs> um, so, uh Ladies and gentlemen, this is your
0: half-hour call. Ah, you
2: have yeah. 30 minutes. Thank you.
3: Um... So you've uh, been on stage in New York, and uh, is this your West End debut? It is. Uh, how does it differ from uh, being, uh, is, was there any
0: kind of, any difference? The only in- difference I, I noticed with the audience is are a little quieter uh, yeah. here. They're more attentive, or I don't know if they're listening more, I don't know, but uh, it's it's, a, it's startling for me sometimes. I don't think they're listening, but they, at the end of the show, they they come alive. So it's, I, I, there's a difference. It's a difference.
3: Yeah, in Germany, it's even worse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they, they're very quiet in Germany, but very appreciative yeah. at, the, at the end I, of the show. Yeah, I don't speak German, so yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure I'll never do it I Maybe mean, You don't really get
3: off stage. I'm not it's off stage. At all? Yeah.
0: So. so I couldn't tell you what the, the <laughs> hijinks into you. <laughs> Do you yeah? Do you hear anything going on backstage? Yeah. Um, Outside the theater, yeah. Yeah. But it's I just play like it's street noise.
3: What's your favorite moment? I mean, it is a it's quite a physical show.
0: What's my favorite moment? I Jesus Christ! I I don't know. I don't I don't know. I I really don't. Uh, It changes. Yeah. (laughs) Um. I've created dead spots for myself that I'm trying to repair for the three months that we've been here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard to say.
3: It's uh, there was a lot, I mean great audience happening, There's lots of laughter and um, you guys have found a lot. of uh, Comedy. Intro- I mean David, man, is
0: fun. Darkly funny. It's really fast and dramatic And you. Yeah. I, this.
3: I, it's there's a. Um, you created a lot of space in a in a script in a band script that isn't often there. Um, it's normally the quick fire. Uh, it's the way some people. Present. I, I quite enjoyed having those lovely
1: moments of
0: the,
3: the pauses. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, they're written in. Yeah. Um, yeah, he create It's when we started. I paid particular attention to the punctuation the periods, the commas dashes mm-hmm. uh, parentheses or ellipses yeah. uh, because there are there's a, a lot of difference in it. it. It helps with the rhythm or the staccato or the, the syncopation of the, of the piece um, and then I've forgotten it all Just, yeah. but I would useful in the, in the beginning, and, right. and there there are pauses that I steamroll over that I have to remind. Me. I've got, I took one today that I forgot about. And I got a nice laugh after it, so I'm going to try to put it back in tonight if I can remember it. I'm so goddamn tired, and old now, <laughs> well, so old and feeble. Not true. I'm not in true in my fucking <laughs> uh, But yeah, it's it's very specifically written and. And there's a lot that is not written that you've to fill in for yourself. And when we have a as a company have tried to do that together.
3: Yeah, it was very successful. Uh, we Matt and I have thoroughly enjoyed it because I had lots of lots of laughter. And lots 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 of moments of Yikes. Uh, so, what was the. It's a, it's a small company. It's a small, you know, yep. it's a Cast of Three. And two. Yeah, the two other studies as well. But uh, it, it's, uh, what was the build up like? And how, how quickly did you guys kind of. Uh, did the rehearsal process? How did
0: you We were uh, pretty quickly because there was a desperation to learning lines. They're extremely hard to learn. And for some reason, I, I thought it was only me, but thank God it wasn't. It's just the way it's written. Um, it, it was hard for me, anyway. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, the house is now open. The house
2: is now
0: open. We seem we seem to bond over that, and uh, and just finding putting this world together that that, that wasn't it's uh, not spelled out on the page. Mm. Um, Sorry well. to, to create uh, Grace and Ruthie. Fletcher, all the people that are off stage that so yeah. we talk about, the, the, the restaurant that we go to, um, the world outside and inside, uh, it just, just create uh, where we've been that day, what we've been doing, what we're going to do after, just uh, filling filling in the blanks, Hi. Right. the play's not about that, <laughs> it's about two hours long now, <laughs>
3: John Goodman there being rudely interrupted by Damien Lewis just as we uh, finished there. No, I'm just kidding. It was, you know, it was really uh, great to be backstage to witness the banter between uh, Damien and John. It was, it was amazing. Now, next up is an actress who exploded onto our screens as Suzanne Crazy Eyes Warren in Orange is the New Black. Now, before that, she could be seen treading the boards on and off Broadway for years. So to say that she was an overnight success would be doing her a huge disservice. She earned it. And uh, and you can tell how much she actually loves doing theater in, uh, in this next conversation, where we also discuss what it meant to her to be on stage in London when she appeared in The Maids at Trafalgar Studios. Have a listen. <laughs> Leaning and, and being there for each other, in this mm-hmm. and it's so natural. It's quite having a limited number of casts, but being in, in no props, yeah. how liberating that is, but also how invigorating it is leaning yeah. on your 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 colleagues. Yeah. Um, was it scary at first, or, would you, or did you have to adapt to that?
1: When, when was... I, I think at first you think when there's no props, or there are no props, and you're, even the set itself is sort of barren, barren, you think that it's just us, it's just the test. it's just the three of us there then, what does that expose? And I think what it really exposes is the concerted team effort that is required to make the piece live and sing in the way that makes it most effective in terms of storytelling. And I think what starts to innately happen is the entire cast and the entire company, yeah, yeah, yeah. because we're more than just the actors, there's an entire army sort of working behind the scenes mm-hmm. to make it go. That's, yeah, so when it a Great. Um, that you it makes you lean into the team components. I love that phrase, leaning in. Lean I've in. I've heard that before. Yeah, you have to lean into it. Yeah. And, you know, press against it. Because when you lean on something, you know, the idea is. That there's nothing there, but actually you wind up finding this wall of support behind you. That's the truth of the matter, you know. Something's holding you up, and I think that's what we find every night in this show. That we try our best to hold each other up. Amazing. One passion, one routine. Sure.
3: First time on London stage. Yes. What do you think? I love it. It's fun, isn't it? It's great.
1: It was a dream come true, you know, for me. I really. Like a true dream come true. You know, so I sat, I sat, I sat outside a <laughs>
3: theater and the Criterion when I was 18 years old and told my future. I was like, one day I'm going to play on one of these stages. And then 20 years later, I go, play that
1: one. Yeah, that one. yeah, and, yeah. But so it's a dream, right? Yeah. This is where it sort of all began, you know, in part, and like, or at least what we understand as sort of Western theater, traditional Western theater. It began in this. A piece of it began here, and. Not only that, there's the respect and appreciation that's hmm. sort of put inside of you at such a young age and to be able to do a play of this type on the West End, yeah. you know, which I'm not, it's uncommon and it's is very satisfying to know that people will come and see and support and put up pieces that are of all yeah. different types. So this is a dream and it's a gift to me. I feel like I am just like so grateful to be here. <laughs> thank you for coming over, David. Oh my god, awesome. awesome! Okay, thank you, for thank you
3: so much. Rizzo. Uzo Aduba, from her time at the Trafalgar Studios playing Solange in *The Maids*, which is directed by Jamie Lloyd and it starred. Uh, Zowie Ashton and Laura Carmichael as well and now one last chat to bring you and this guy is a seriously cool cucumber cucumber customer Whatever. Uh, Michael C. Hall has created and played some of the most iconic characters on stage and screen, from David Fisher in Six Feet Under to the eponymous Dexter. I mean, who can forget him? As well as a nice stint on Broadway as the titular Hedwig in Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Um, We had so much to discuss about his time in David Bowie's Lazarus. Um, And it is absolutely evident that he adored his time in this musical. Uh, so all I can say is, um, have a listen. I just want to talk to you about what your experience has been like, um, in the show, like, creating this piece of art, as a piece of art. Right. It's just incredible. I saw it on Friday. It away. Oh, like, cool. I didn't want to leave the theater, you know? Sweet. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Uh, so how... You know how was creating a role and going through that process with Evo. I, I, you know, I've seen Evo's work before. And yeah, really, really.
2: I mean, appreciate what he does. You know, th- there was there was a lot about it that was certainly daunting. Yeah, um, given that I was um, not reprising, but updating or t- t- uh, a role that you know was associated with. Ah, uh, the guy who composed the music for this, David yeah. Bowie, you know that guy? And,
3: uh, <laughs> I think he's got a great career ahead of him. <laughs> um,
2: he, he, uh, but he was so kind and, um, you know, and, and Evo was so insistent that I that I personalize it, so that kind of diffused whatever um, potentially intimidating element was there. It was, um, it was amazing, it was, it um, was, it was um you know it was a, it was an honor it, it was daunting it was an honor it was um, certainly a challenge um, to you know find my way through it but also leave a sense of discovery and mystery uh, you know I mean I think Newton doesn't really know what the hell's going on yeah. so if there's a sense of Mystery. I, I don't think it's something that needs to be <laughs> done away with. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think there are there are things that I discover about it even tonight. You That's know, good. I, I, um, <clears throat> so I mean, it was an incredible experience, and of course, given that he died about a week and a half before we finished in New York, and that we brought it here to London and mm. had a chance to do it again, it's you know really a humbling experience. You know, to to. Uh, to be the messenger for this particular piece of his final artistic output you know it's 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 sort of beyond anything i could have imagined on that note as
3: well just this week this must have been incredible on sunday you know with his birthday and I, everyone tells me to everyone person to yeah happy birthday yeah it's yeah. awesome also you know with tonight being the anniversary of his death just um as a company, you know, or even like feeling that from the audience. and mm-hmm. hey, The people are still clapping when you guys are up here, you know. Yeah. It's been an experience.
2: I think, um, you know, it, it's not like we really have to sort of <clears throat> do anything differently on nights that coincide with his yeah. birthday or his death. Because the show is already so... <clears throat> Powerful, and um, and you know, I think for some people, you know, people see the show for lots of different reasons. But there definitely is an element of the audience who are there to process the fact of his having died, or um, grieve, or celebrate, or. Um, have some sort of communion with his spirit and as much as it exists in the theater um, and that's true every night so um, yeah. Uh, yeah it's 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 um, you know his <clears throat> his presence has always been potent and really all the more so <laughs> since he's died um. last question
3: thank you for your time sure. Uh, you transferred from Theatre workshop to mm-hmm. 200 seats uh, right i believe yeah 199 and 199 good number uh to king's cross theater uh do you find any difference between the audiences or um the, the playing space or
2: yeah you know i i but but it hasn't been as jarring as i thought it would be when i when i initially saw the space i thought this is this is too vast right. you know how are we going to but in a way, you know, I spent a lot of time staring into the back wall of New York Theater Workshop, imagining, imagining it was sort of into the void. And now I actually so have fun. a void to stare <laughs> into. You know, the uh, the audience just sort of it's disappears line, into nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the playing space is a bit wider, but pretty much the same. And um, and the configuration of the space being a sort of long rectangle, much longer in this case, but. Uh, is the same so I mean in a way this uh, the experience of doing it here feels more like you are just floating in space which is appropriate you know so that's nice brilliant well listen thank you so much for your time
3: Michael C. Hall backstage after a performance of Lazarus at the King's Cross Theater in 2016. Jeez, 2016, that was two years ago. That's insane. Where has the time gone? Now, before we wrap up, if you are a theater professional, head on over to CurtainCallOnline.com and sign up for a free profile page. All you have to do is you know, create an account with an email address, enter a password, away you go. Start entering your credits and start connecting with the rest of the theater industry Uh, you can follow us on all the socials twitter instagram and facebook at curtain call at curtain call that's all lowercase well, it's all together. Anyway, uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you have any suggestions or feedback for the podcast, just get in touch with me via any of the social media platforms I just mentioned or write to me at John at com. It just leaves me to say a big thank you to John Goodman, Uzo Aduba, and Michael C. Hall. I mean, how cool is it to say that? Um, I'd like to thank all the respective companies and productions for wel- welcoming us backstage and and. and letting us sit down and have a chat and also to get all the amazing photography that we've been able to share with you over the last few years thanks for listening to this week's episode of the curtain call theater podcast and i will catch you all next week bye